Holiday spending expected to reach record levels during November and December, with spending anticipated to be 3 to 4 percent, an increase compared to 2022, according to the National Retail Federation. But how much of that money is really going to help the small businesses in our communities? We're joined by Brian Kelly, the president and CEO of Small Business Association of Michigan. I know he's the guy who can answer that question. And we teased going into this segment, Brian, by saying our big box store is making a comeback. And I want to explain that. During the pandemic, a lot of people felt the were encouraged and heeded the call to shop local, to help the people in their own communities, the shop owners in their own communities. And a lot of people maybe didn't go to the big box stores. They went to the small businesses. But we're hearing rumblings that a lot more people now are heading back to those big box stores, whether online or physically walking in the front door. Are you seeing this trend or is that just speculation? Small retailers really are struggling to uh, to to find their place in how much the world has changed lately. And, um, you know, the move to online sales, most, lot, many small, I'd say even most small retailers have an online presence, but that's a very crowded marketplace. And the amount of marketing dollars and advertising dollars, and just the way that some of the bigger players can dominate the online space makes that a, a, a pretty tough place too. So it really does require a certain element of people seeking out or just deciding that they're going to keep more of their dollars local in their community with with uh, with their friends and neighbors and those that are employing local people when they're making their uh, their purchases. Last week, we talked to a couple of local uh, small business owners who rely heavily on uh uh, obviously foot traffic, traffic, local traffic. And in fact, two of these retailers have been in business a very long time and really were able to pivot and pivot and pivot during the pandemic, even before the pandemic. And, uh, you know, they really respond quickly to the needs of their communities, the trends, the tastes of the community, and clearly can anticipate it and move quickly. Big box stores, of course, you know, they may have the research and all that, but sometimes I don't think that they're able to pivot in quite that way. But some, you know, we're asking, is that enough? What can be done to help small businesses bring folks into their doors? Intentional, I think intentional action among community members is is really going to be our, our best bet here for people to just make a decision that well, naturally, you can't. There's not a local small business for every purchase that people need to um, need to make. But the idea of thinking through your purchases and, and some portion of them, saying, you know, if there's somebody local I can give this business to, and deciding to do that, and um, and so it's a that to have those uh, those locally owned businesses present when you consider that about half of all jobs rely on small businesses in Michigan, even a state that has as many big businesses as we have, and we're fortunate to have big business headquarters here, uh, located here in Michigan. But even with all of that legacy and all of that activity, still half of our jobs in this state come from small businesses. In most communities across our state, the main economic infrastructure are local people who own businesses. Putting some of your dollars local to keep those, those, uh, those resources turning over in your own community, it really, it pays off in ways that 
are, are that go beyond the, the sales and the service, which I would argue is often superior, small businesses, better uh, service, better, you know, a real person standing behind your, your transaction. But it's, it's also stronger real estate values and economic activity and job opportunities for your friends and neighbors and family and yourself. I mean, these, uh, the idea of locally owned businesses where that activity and the benefit and the wealth generation, everything stays local, it, it really it spreads the benefit across your community in a way that, that uh, buy-in from across the world just can't compete with. Can we talk a little bit about the labor shortage? It's impacted everything everywhere, without a doubt. But it certainly has impacted small business owners, retail in general, uh, but small businesses in particular. Can you talk to, uh, to that a little bit? The, re- the, uh, the labor shortage has been very acute or very severe since the, the pandemic. And while there's been a little bit of improvement over this last year and more people getting back into the labor force, there are some changes that feel pretty permanent. And that's why you see uh, businesses that are really trying to pick the hours that they're open, making sure that they're uh, they're utilizing the human resources that they have, the people, the employees that they have at times when uh, when it's most convenient and most in demand from customers because just kind of being open all all the time is uh, when it's it's just there's just not enough people for it. You also see um, automation that's uh, that's being deployed at a at a more uh, small scale level than what you've seen in the past as well. So there, I think small businesses are are doing what they can to to deal through these uh, the the labor shortages that were really present before the pandemic, but have just been exacerbated since then. Uh, uh, A recent study by the Michigan Retailers Association uh, said that only 12% of Michigan retailers predict their sales will go up from October through December. What's impacting that number? Well, inflation certainly plays a big role. The amount of disposable income that people have, it just doesn't match the, the wage increases that they've seen. It's one of the, the dangers and the, and the problems with inflation is that even when people see wage increases, their disposable income goes down when inflation is too high as it has been here, but also the cost of capital, you know, the interest on loans is so much higher than it, uh, than it was. And, uh, and savings rates are a little lower. We see credit card uh, delinquencies creeping up. So I think just the overall uh, financial position of households, it feels a little tighter today than it did a few years ago when there were a lot of uh, additional programs and the federal government was, was really pouring extra money into the economy. And, and unfortunately, that, uh, with hindsight, we can see that did really contribute a lot to the, uh, the inflation problems that we're facing today. So I think that's all coming to a head right now where, where there's just not enough money to support the higher prices that inflation has brought upon us. What are you hearing from your small business owners across Michigan? Uh, are they, um, are there, is, are they expecting anything different in 2024? How are they anticipating 2024? Well, it just really depends on the, on the industry that you're talking about. So there are so many small businesses that have been formed in the last few years and people that have, have, 
invented business models in the in the context of how the world is today. They never had to make a transition. They saw an opportunity and they're going for it. And others that are, are having record or banner years in um, in, in many uh, industries. There's there's but there's certain pockets that the world has changed enough to where uh, their recovery hasn't taken hold and it really does look like a like a whole change in the, in the in the model behind how the business was created might be necessary. I'll, I'll give you an example that if if you're in a in a downtown area and you have more of a traditional retail or eatery type of a of a business and um, and there used to be thousands of office workers that were just present every day mm-hmm. and you were there with them in the market that's a pretty permanent change that those office workers are not present every day. So in other words, that market literally physically moved someplace else. Those are the types of places where I think it goes beyond an individual business, just figuring out how to deal with it. And, um, and, the, and the folks that are responsible for things like planning and zoning in these areas are going to have to, to come up with new game plans for uh, for how properties will be utilized and how activity will be generated in places where it's just gone away and it's gone away in in a in such a fashion that it probably isn't going to return to quote unquote normal because what we're we're at the new normal and mm. not a lot of signs that it's going to change back you know ingenuity is just magic and when we you talked about uh people during the pandemic creating uh business models that had never even been thought of before I'm sure that they're going to come up with ideas on what to do about, uh, again, these workers who are no longer in these areas, uh, bringing them business to their doorsteps. I think it's only a matter of time when somebody comes up with something to deal with that. Brian Kelly, President and CEO of the Small Business Association of Michigan, thanks for being with us here on WJR. Thanks for having me on.